0: What's new? How is the world you? speaking for pastor henry harder and the renewal singers i welcome you to another broadcast of what's new my name is ed peters we move on today to matthew chapter 23 this chapter concludes the clash between jesus and the religious rulers jesus warns the people about these men and then denounces them in unmistakable terms. It is a scathing and merciless condemnation of these religious leaders. Now, here are the opening 12 verses of this chapter, and Matthew writes, Then Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, You would think these Jewish leaders and these Pharisees were Moses, the way they keep making up so many laws, and of course you should obey their every whim. It may be all right to do what they say, but above anything else, don't follow their example. For they don't do what they tell you to do. They load you with impossible demands that they themselves don't even try to keep. Everything that they do is for show. They act holy by wearing on their arms little prayer boxes with scripture verses inside and by lengthening the memorial fringes of their robes, and how they love to sit at the head table at banquets and in the reserved pews in the synagogue, how they enjoy the deference paid to them on the streets, and to be called rabbi and master. Don't ever let any one call you that, for only God is your rabbi and all of you are on the same level as brothers. And don't address anyone here on earth as father, for only God in heaven should be addressed like that. And don't be called master, for only one is your master, even the Messiah. The more lowly your service is to others, the greater you are. To be the greatest, be a servant. But those who think themselves great shall be disappointed and humbled, and those who humble themselves shall be exalted. Worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise is he. Worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise is he. He has redeemed me by the blood of the Lamb, and he has set my spirit free. Has redeemed me by the blood of the Lamb, and he has set my spirit free. Worthy of glory, worthy of honor, worthy of praise, worthy of praise, worthy of. Praise, worthy of- Now, here to bring us today's study
1: is Pastor Henry Harder. The clergy was debating Jesus. Their goal was to trap him and to stop him from influencing the people in any way they could. While Jesus wasn't interested only in winning debates, he was interested in giving people the truth and in showing them how life can be fulfilling and meaningful. Some of the clergy at Jerusalem strongly and continually oppose Jesus' efforts. So Jesus has some choice things to say to them. These are recorded by Matthew in chapter 23 of the first gospel. Jesus' language is strong. He uses words like fool, hypocrite, blind guides, and son of hell. This language must be looked at in terms of strong warning and condemnation for perverting truth and encouraging sin. I believe chapter 23 of Matthew to be an accurate record of what Jesus said and did. Properly understood, these words of Jesus are perfectly compatible with his Sermon on the Mount, recorded in Matthew 5-7. through Unfortunately, we humans would much rather hear the Sermon on the Mount than these strong words in chapter 23. In the first 12 verses of this chapter, Jesus addresses the disciples and the crowd, and he speaks to them about the clergy. In the rest of the chapter, he addresses the clergy. To the disciples and the crowd, Jesus issues a warning. He said, The teachers of the law and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. So you must obey them and do everything they tell you. But do not do what they do, for they do not practice what they preach. They tie heavy loads and put them on men's shoulders, but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them. Everything they do is done for men to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels of their prayer shawls long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogues. They love to be greeted in the marketplaces and to have men call them rabbi. Jesus recognized the teachers of the law and the Pharisees as those who had authority to teach the law and he encouraged this crowd to listen to them. Here Jesus says that they sit in Moses' seat. There was a line of succession. The late Dr. Elazar Sukenik, famous for his work on the Dead Sea Scrolls, has shown that synagogues had a stone seat at the front, which was reserved for the authoritative teacher of the law. Perhaps that's what Jesus was speaking about. But to sit in Moses' seat meant to succeed Moses. Jesus respected those who were Moses' legal successors. Of course, Jesus assumed that what they taught would not be a perversion, but would be nothing but the truth, and it would be the whole truth. Otherwise, they would not have been true successors of Moses. Jesus would not have encouraged the people to listen to a perverted version of truth. The problem with the teachers of the law and the Pharisees wasn't only in what they taught, but in how they lived. They didn't practice what they preached, Jesus said. Everything they do is designed for people to observe. Jesus mentions that they widen their phylacteries. Phylacteries were small leather pouches containing scripture verses. These they would wear on the arm or forehead. These Pharisees made sure that these pouches or boxes were big enough to catch the eye of the observer. They wanted their piety to show. They lengthened the tassels on their prayer shawls, again, so that their piety would be conspicuous. These clergy loved the place of honor at banquets or synagogues where they could be seen and noticed. They wanted to be greeted as rabbi. These words of Jesus about the clergy should not be lost in history. They are words for every one of us. We need to take seriously the admonition of Jesus to listen to teachers of the scriptures. It goes without saying that the teachers must evidence competence in the knowledge of the word of God although Jesus doesn't focus on that here. We need to take seriously, too, the fact that it is up to the listener to evaluate what is being taught. A competent, knowledgeable teacher does not excuse the listener from the responsibility of careful personal Bible study. Only then can a listener effectively evaluate what is being taught. Now Jesus warns his disciples, not to allow themselves to be called rabbi or teacher or father. I believe that Jesus means that if those terms tend toward pride or show of piety, then they should be avoided. Jesus is not suggesting that there should be no distinction of roles in the future church or specific areas of responsibility, nor is Jesus suggesting that terms such as teacher, preacher, pastor, or even reverend should be used. The emphasis should be on serving the Lord, not on building a reputation. Perhaps Jesus meant to say that we as Christians and followers of our Lord should never allow a leadership role to be a goal in itself. It should always be considered an opportunity to serve. These Pharisees separated leadership from service. They desired leadership without humble service. I close with what I said a moment ago. It's every Christian's responsibility to focus on what's right about a Christian leader in teaching and in practice. So many Christians are being misled by leaders who are in it for other reasons than honest, humble service. Unfortunately, money, prestige, power are strong motives even in Christian service. Evaluate every Christian leader against the book, the Bible. It alone is totally reliable and totally trustworthy.
0: Is What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters, or mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263-USA.